0: Hello and welcome back to a brand new Player 2 preview discussion. My name is Paul James, today I'm joined by the the one and only Matt Houston. How are you mate? I just forgot, Good, it's mate. been a while since we've done it, I forgot how yeah. I normally introduce you.
1: Yeah, well, that's fine, I, I, I can skip the legend now. bit. Yeah, that's yeah. right there, Player <S laughs> 2 legend, Matt Houston. Uh Yeah, it's been a while and, actually, we haven't had a chat for a while.
0: Yeah, you you've probably been a lot happier for it, let's be real.
1: <laughs> no, I'm I'm happier now that I'm back with all my gear and all my, my own yeah, office. You know, I'm not you know, doing sentiments. it out of a cottage. so.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, no one, no one's really going to be able to get a good look at it, but you've got your, your new digs as the place has been renoed up, and it's yep. It's all looking very sharp.
1: Pack on and my you... PC instead of a laptop and got solid internet again, which is even better. Even better.
0: <laughs> so that solid internet has allowed you to try out Park Beyond, a it new on Namco title. Um, it's a preview build for Gamescom uh, yep. And we'll kind of pick through it I guess for, for context For people watching and or listening You've played it You've been yep. you've had a presentation given to you um, I tried to watch said presentation Didn't work I watched your player two plays That should also be live at the same time That this goes live yep. um, So I've lived vicariously through you And will continue to do so As we discuss the game here yeah. What are you making of it so far? Look,
1: it, it presents as just another theme park-style management game. It's being developed by the team that made Tropico 6, which, funnily enough, is possibly the weakest of the recent Tropico games, being a bit of a Tropico connoisseur. Um, yes, you are. <laughs> but they, uh, they've decided they decided they've um, split away from Calypso and they're not going to do Tropico again. Uh, they're going to do something different, they decided, and they've decided on uh, this, this kind of theme park sort of style of game but once i dived in and saw the presentation they're kind of taking it to the next level which is very cool they've they've kind of looked at roller coaster tycoon and they've looked at planet coaster who are who are fun but they're kind of serious in that they obey the laws of physics and yep. you know you've you 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 have this kind of cartoony atmosphere but they never kind of take it to that kind of ridiculous level and i think in the presentation they called it impossifying uh, yes, yeah, <laughs> so, I, did
0: see, I did see the phrase impossifying yeah, your in your yep. player two plays there.
1: So that's what they—that's that, what they're calling it, and and essentially they they you're starting with theme parks that are already just a theme park you'd visit in in the real world, and then you're kind of going nuts with them. and, and yeah, you right, know, adding adding cable car jumps onto your roller coasters, or you know jetpacks or cannons just, that shoot you out, and you know yeah. stuff like that. So.
0: Yeah, watching you play two plays, there was a few cool jumps that you kind of strung together, especially one little sequence where it was back-to-back, like, oh, shit. Yeah. And it ter- turns out, like, and you could see little prompts about the the amount of speed that you needed, and then watching it back, I'm like, oh, he's not getting the speed. So then when you actually got to, you know, ride the track at the end and you fell just yeah. a little bit short, the game kind of broke for a temporary second there as, as yeah. it kind of tried to stick you back on the track, and that's fine, it's a really early build. But yeah. uh, it was kind of entertaining to see that despite the fact they are playing fast and loose in a lot of ways, there was still that tiny little bit of grounded element there that if you didn't adhere yeah. to it then
1: i think speed and you know inertia is going to be a big part of it obviously with yeah. building coasters um but apart from that i think they they're just letting your imagination run wild a bit which is very very cool i think it's it's kind of that next level up from what we're used to in this sort of sim uh sim style of game uh what was really cool was the controls like usually building a roller coaster in these games, if anyone's ever played roller coaster tycoon or planet coaster, they're incredibly powerful systems to build roller coasters in those games, but they're fiddly as all hell. Um, you know, you need to know your key presses, you need to know how to do your elevation yeah. and connect it up, and it all gets very fiddly to the point that, you know, it gets frustrating a bit unless you're one of those, you know, real die hard sort of people that love. Yeah, you really gotta
0: commit stuff.
1: Yeah. Whereas this, it felt really intuitive on how everything snapped together. That the track pieces automatically adjusted for the terrain. All you had to do was hold shift to, to you elevate, know alter yeah. the elevation, and you know you could hold R to elevate and change the more of the uh, of the track. You know you can change your bends yeah, and things like that. Arsoning. Yeah, and it's it was very easy, and everything kind of just snapped together without any of the fiddliness that I've found in in the other games. Obviously, this is only early, and, and it was only kind of the basic first mission sort of thing, yeah. but... Oh, it was very it much felt, a tutorial. Yeah, it felt very, uh, very intuitive, which I think in this sort of game is going to be massive, especially because they're planning to release it on consoles. So I can't imagine trying to play Roller Coaster Tycoon or... Uh, a planet coaster without a mouse. Uh, so but this I could see it working with a controller. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So Yeah, that was something my
0: big takeaway when I was watching you play in the thing there like how yes, of course it was you know mapped to various key prompts on the on the no, keyboard yeah. but they all seem like ones that could presumably translate across pretty quickly and pretty easily.
1: Yeah, it, it feels like everything would be just you know triggers to you know alternate things to add toggles yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. Um, so I'd ama- I mean, there's still going to be st- steering a cursor around to some degree with your D-pad or there's your um, that's,
0: Yeah, there's a precision that you still don't have, but
1: yeah, but it, it will. I think it will work pretty well. I think they got that. Um, they did a really good port of Tropico Six for the consoles, so yep. I think that's probably helped them in in building kind of a system that will work with the controller.
0: Even then, I mean the nature of this sort of thing, though, with the way you are trying to create the more on the track, on the on the track as you place it, and those sort of things. Like, it is still a very different sort of beast to the to what you would be doing in a Tropico. So,
1: yeah, um, it is a very. Sure different Sure, they sort can of
0: translate game. that some of that stuff and you know UI and those sort of things and how you use the how you use the the controller, but still, actually executing with this sort of game is a very hard thing. And yeah, there's not many that have actually stuck it. So, no, not hopefully, many. At all. Hopefully, they can
1: yeah i I hope so too because it's it's the sort of game that I can see people kind of getting like two point the two point games have done quite well on consoles um so there is a' a market for people sitting on the, in front of their telly playing this sort of game uh, so I hope they do well and two point's probably one of the really good examples of of, of a game that's done it well on consoles so absolutely
0: I've been um, stuck on that one for a while two point campus
1: yeah yeah so like I think you know it can be done, and I hope they nail it for this one because it it does have a broad appeal.
0: Yeah, um and I mean obviously the game is still a little way out but like it you know the color palette was I mean as you kind of expect from from games like this but everything was really vibrant it was nice to see like they've kind of thrown away again like we we're talking about kind of a, being a little bit more fantastical and kind of throwing away physics and those sort of things but they also kind of throw away realism in a lot of ways like you're building this uh, this track on top of skyscrapers and apartment buildings and all sorts of things as you go you just instantly go burrowing through a tunnel which i guess is something you might see in real life in some of the the fancier sort of efforts but yeah um yeah they're kind of tossing away again realism in that sort of sense as well just to open it up and it means that you get this really vibrant bright color palette as well that's super appealing
1: yeah, I think I think they've realized that this the, the the fun in these sort of games is, you know, kind of letting your creativity run wild and a lot of the times being realistic is a barrier to that. Um, you know, it's a video game. Why can't I create a roller coaster yeah. that has 9 loops, you know? Um, so I think I think they've kind of gone with it and I think that's going to lead it in good stead when it comes to the competition, you know.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, I was I was pretty imp- impressed by all of that and I don't know, things, yeah, things are shaping up pretty well in that in that sense. Was there anything they kind of... I mean, people can go and watch The Player Two Players and you'll have about mm-hmm. as much context as, as I do. Um, but was there anything they spoke about in the presentation that we've not necessarily touched on so far that you think is going to be something that players need to keep their eyes out for?
1: I think so. I think what they've, they've talked about having a very um, kind of coherent story to the game, which is something, you know, a bit different for this sort of title. Yeah, and once again, that, that kind of comes from Tropico... uh, In a way, whereas Tropico was kind of one of the first sort of these games that had an actual story, as ridiculous as it was, um, but it had a coherent narrative to go through the whole game. Uh, And they're doing that here. And. I think that's kind of cool. Like, there's a pro- yeah. there's obviously sandbox modes where you can just go wild, you know, and and set up your theme park. But there's also this kind of story where they give you scenarios, and like I said, they give you a theme park that's actually going quite well, but it's just starting to get stale. And so they they go, here you go, you're the cra- crazy creator. Go for it. Go for it. Or you know, they 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 give you a theme park that's really good for kids. But they want to, uh, you know, boost up the adults that want to come through the door, or you know, these these sort of scenarios they've created, and with this narrative of characters that are the board members of the theme parks that you're working on. So, you know, one of them's good with money, one of them's good with promotion, and and they provide you kind of your your feedback on how your finances yep. are doing and and how the park's doing and that sort of thing. So it's an approachable way to manage, you know, lots of graphs and and Excel spreadsheets that you tend to get in these sort of games. Uh, and stringing a story together, you know, it gives people a goal at the end, which is often where people fall off. In the management yeah. sort of games, is you know they get to their theme park and they do really well, and then they kind of go, "Oh,
0: what do I need to do? What, yeah, what, what do I do yeah. now?"
1: Yeah, we, and this story, I'd imagine it'll it'll be part tutorial, obviously teaching you how to use all the bits and pieces, but also I think it's going to be a little bit more than just that, you know, and uh, give you give you some good times and and you know some specific goals to work work towards and things like that. So.
0: Yeah, I think it all bodes pretty well in that sense. And, yeah, I mean, I guess cycling back to Two Point, but, like, Two Point is kind of the one of the big examples these mm-hmm. days, one of the big tent poles in that space. Like, I mean, each level really acts as an opportunity to tutorialize the next,
1: next bit couple of key yeah. systems and those yeah. sorts of
0: things. So, I mean, that is going to be there, but if they can connect it somehow, yeah. like, that does really help that engagement, I feel. so.
1: I think so, too. You know, Nashville. a goal is quite often required, I think, in a video game. I think... There's very few video games that can survive without having an endpoint to aim at. Yeah. Um, so, you know, to have one, you know, at least encourage people to dive in.
0: Yeah, for sure. Which is which is awesome. Was there anything else that they mentioned at all that people should be taking note of? I, I presume some gameplay is going to potentially surface from Game Gamescom. That's yeah. So they they talked about shown?
1: the different um, kind of normal rides that you can. Put in like you would not just the coaster that I got to play with in the demo but you know you've got all these crazy rides but you can tweak them and add them uh, add to them as you go and they can go unbelievably
0: them. fast and throw people yeah out.
1: and do some crazy stuff with them and even the shops that you've got you know obviously it's got all the theme park things you need a janitor but you know you can upgrade your janitor to give him a hoverboard so he gets across nice across the theme park quicker sort of thing I can get around know, that yeah, he could he could do more work because he's got a hoverboard, you know that sort of thing. Um, so they're they're really leaning into that kind of over the top nature, and and it seems like that's going to carry through to everything from from the, sh- the shops that you buy the hot chips at, or you know y- your staff, or or the standard and rides, rides or the coasters. So yeah, yeah.
0: No, that's that's really really cool. I'm I'm super into that aspect as well.
1: Yeah, it, it, it's looking like a lot of fun. Like I said, I was very much in the kind of oh here's another theme park sort of game which is fine i I enjoy them but it's kind of been done you know so um and done really well i've got to say planet coaster is fantastic so um they're taking a different angle and i think that's going to do it really well and it's going to create a broader appeal than i think those more serious kind of sims
0: will well broader appeal and again you can reach markets that you've potentially not been reaching before and that's that's just a huge advantage right
1: yeah absolutely absolutely i think i think it's a smart play and it's looking really
0: good well, on that note there, we'll, we'll wrap this one up. Um, again, for anyone who's not yet seen it, and these are going up simultaneously, but Matt's uh, Player 2 plays there of Planet Co- uh, sorry, not Planet Coaster, Park Beyond, is available on the YouTube channel. That's youtube.com slash player2netau. So go check that one out. Um, did we have anything else that you wanted to spruik?
1: Oh, nothing. Just keep an eye. We've we've had a really busy week, so uh, go and check it out. A couple of I've I've done a two or three reviews, and and there's all Gamescom stuff, and you know it's it's the, uh, one of those busy weeks in the world of games. So we've been vainly trying to keep ahead of it.
0: Yeah, we'll have a versus piece you and I. You've already done your half. I'll eventually get to my half um, <laughs> of uh, of Gamescom opening nightlife itself. About an hour before this, my written preview of Splatoon 3 went up, so you can go check that one out on the website, player2.net.au. We have another preview discussion coming up in about 24 hours from now that we can't say anything about, but keep your eyes out on the the Patch podcast feed and the YouTube channel for that one as well. And otherwise, Matt, thanks for coming aboard and sharing your experiences with uh, Park Beyond so far. Pleasure.
1: Anytime. Anytime.
0: Thanks so much to Ben Onenko for providing that code for you to yep. for you to access and the the opportunity to learn a little bit more about the game and uh,
1: helping us that can't afford a plane ticket to Cologne in Germany to check it out there. Exactly right. Social <laughs> media wise,
0: where should people go to see what you're up to?
1: Uh, come find me at So eighty one on Twitter or you know player two au. I hang around to both.
0: Paul James Games for myself. And until the next one of these, again, 24 hours from now, stay tuned. Thanks for, oh geez. thanks a lot for watching we'll see you later <laughs> see ya